1: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the show. It's The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Wednesday. My Talk 1071. We are still in the middle of a strike with SAG AFTRA. Thank goodness the writers, the WGA, came to an agreement, and that is all taken care of. But still, it doesn't look like we're making much headway, uh, especially with recent news.
0: No, in fact, uh, I think most recently, Mike gave us an update that everybody went to their corners, and now we're just sitting here going, okay sag and the studios, the AMTPT, the representatives for the studios, have uh, gone to their respective corners. However, it is clear that A-listers are getting anxious. And by that, I mean specifically George Clooney and some others. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. But headline was that George Clooney is meeting. I just love this because it's like, of course, you're going to have like the, you know, uh, Hollywood Night and Shining A-list Armor. Ambassador. George Clooney meets with sag leadership about the state of negotiations. He had a Zoom with uh, Fran Drescher the other day, Dawn, and some other A-list talent, because I can only imagine, you know, these folks on Mount Olympus, that is A-list actors, Mm -hmm. because let's be clear, most of the Hollywood actors dealing with this strike firsthand, Mm -hmm. um, it's not to say that it's not affecting A-listers, but for the most part, it's a working actor struggle. I think, because they're the ones that they're the ones that are trying to make, you know, pay the bills every day. They don't have chateaus on Lake Como. They've really just got to make some money.
1: Every gig is, you know, it's like, what's my next gig? So
0: George Clooney is probably checking newspapers every once in a while. Uh, Maybe he's doing more. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's clear that it's getting to that level of celebrity where I imagine because projects are starting to get pushed, because of the timing, like we're getting further and further into the fall, which means 2024 uh, spring summer projects are looking even less likely now that you have the people responsible for some of those projects or sort of helming some of those projects are getting antsy. Yeah. And by that, I mean people like Brad, uh, not Brad Pitt, actually, he's not even on this list, which is kind of interesting to me because he's a mover and a shaker. Um, but in addition to George Clooney, Scarlett Johansson, Emma Stone, Ben Affleck, took a donkey's break uh, and Tyler Perry as well. They were present at the zoom meeting oh, with Fran cool. Drescher to kind of find out like what, what's
1: going on, what's going
0: on. And here's what I found interesting. Tell me what you think. Sag after a spokesperson said, quote, we meet with members of all profiles every day and we won't be commenting on those private conversations. And neither did representatives for Clooney or, you know, Clooney himself say anything. What does this say to you or what, what, how do you feel about uh, the Clunster and the other A-listers showing up to know what's going on?
1: Well, when I skimmed this story before, I thought that he was meeting with producers, people from the AMPTP,
0: mm, to mm-mm.
1: say, hey, what are you doing here? Come on. You know, we no, all want this to happen. He's meeting with the with His Fran, representatives, yeah. Yeah, and she's probably like, yeah, doing the best we can here but we're not going to give up on this.
0: Yeah, I I think that truly they're getting anxious. They're getting antsy because they've got projects. And also, I'm going to be a little, uh, you know, not like snarky with them. I will say I bet that they because of their production companies and all of the projects that are in the pipeline, they're not just like, you know, A-list actors sitting on their beautiful porch in Lake Como, like eating bonbons. <laughs> they, oh, I
1: thought you were going to say on their beautiful butts.
0: <laughs> We're on their beautiful butts. Yeah, I don't know, though, if George Clooney's, they have a beautiful butt. I'm sure. I don't think I've ever contemplated his butt before.
1: Well, do you need to take a moment? No. Okay.
0: I'll Google it later. Okay. But I imagine because of their production companies and the projects that they have in the pipeline, they're responsible for or involved in a lot of people lower on the the list, mm-hmm. lower in the hierarchy of celebrities and Hollywood and actors, that they want they want to goose... They want to make sure that the union isn't stumbling or missing out on opportunities. They want to know the state of what's going on, because I imagine they feel like they have a a certain amount of responsibility for the industry, even if the union would like us to think otherwise.
1: Right. They have a lot of
0: power is what I'm saying, and they're they're trying to to wield that power in a way that is helpful.
1: Yeah, I hope so, uh, because not only do they just want their projects to move forward, but there are real people attached to those projects with, you know, crew members and uh, just the hundreds of families, you know, that are affected by this. On the other side, not just the actors and, um, and uh, well, the actors, not just the actors. It's everybody who's involved in a production, which if you sit through the credits, it's thousands of people. Yeah. So um, I hope that it wasn't just like, hey, we're some bigwigs here and we want to put some pressure on you, you know, or they just ask well, I mean, unless questions. that
0: pressure works. Right. Yeah. Like if they're if they're helping. I mean, I imagine it's a hard position for Fran to be in in the way that I imagine it's always. But here's the thing. The thing we know about Fran is that she is she's is cut out for this job in a way that previous thing after the uh, presidents were not. Like, by all accounts, she has really been, you know, in it, in the thick of it, and involved in the minutia of it, and being a part of that, uh, like, process, so I think... She, and, you know, she seems like she can kind of stand up to power if she needs to. Oh,
1: sure. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's scary.
0: Based on the (laughs) speech that she gave when the strike was announced. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I wish we could be privy to those conversations.
1: I do, too. I want to know what they exactly talked about. I want to know if he was in Italy at the time doing the Zoom. I want to know what's in the background of their Zoom. I want to know what you know, where they are, just stupid stuff like that. And I want to know what they, what they talked about. I wonder if they have, are privy to like, okay, it's getting closer. They might be on a positive note. They might have more information. I'm sure they do than the average person does.
0: Well, I will say the sticking point and Mike, you laid this out a little bit, but the sticking point really seemed to be this, you know, subscriber. So like they want to tie Success to subscribers of streaming services so studios would be forced to pay a certain amount for actor services based on the number of subscribers I think if I'm remembering this correctly and the amount that they said they wanted studios to pay per subscriber was like a lot the studio said it was ridiculously over the top and that they there's no way economically that they could maintain that quote burden as they called it Um I know that the union has said they wildly overstated what the union was asking for, but it seems like that was the thing that it was drove like 480 them separately. Forty-eighty million. Yeah, the number the number was that uh, they believe the, it was like eight hundred million. I think no, it was four eighty. She's exactly yeah. It was because two twenty million is what the um, were producers were willing to give up. Five hundred million is what the union was seeking from just the streaming services. So the difference was four hundred and eighty million dollars. The studios said it was eight hundred, and then oh, okay. the, the sag after came back and said they overstated it by like sixty percent or something Got like it. that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they're But but in and, in and of that disagreement, like it's clear that they haven't. Like they're not speaking the same language. No, if, they if off they're by, off
1: by three hundred million, yeah, I mean, gosh, this is, and I don't even know if that's per year.
0: It is okay. Annual.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I year. didn't know if it was for the length of. It's just, man. It's it's definitely. I, I will confusing. say it's
0: way further down the road than we thought because, like, the fact that they've agreed to tie it to subscribers—that's a huge thing, right? Because they wanted to, I think we talked about this last week, maybe, or I don't know, I feel like I read something about this last week where, you know, originally they wanted based on views, like viewership, but the st- the streaming services aren't going to ever give that data up as a part of compensation, it doesn't sound like.
1: Which is really strange, because if you're a publicly traded company, you'd think that all of that would be open, that they would well, have to disclose Well, everybody that.
0: would probably be more on board with that. And by that, I mean Disney and, you know, all the other studios except Netflix, because Netflix, their founding principle is Secrecy. none of your business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right?
1: it's true. That's why they put up their top 10. It's like, or that's just the top ones that you invested the most money in. So it's important that we watch.
0: All right. Well. We're no closer to knowing what's actually going on. But I think George Clooney, Scarlett Johansson, they get things done. So fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. Get the sides back in the negotiating uh, room so that we can get about our business. There's too many other big things going on in the world. We don't need to have the strike, which both sides can actually come to an agreement. If they can't, we're in trouble. When we come back, Dawn has a story for us about Tyga, who has filed for total custody of his child, Black. Not Black China, uh, King Cairo, Mm -hmm. right? That's their kid together. Black China, of course, his ex wife. We'll talk about why when we come back right here on my talk one zero seven one. My talkers is Bradley for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Now through December fifth, buy more and save more with huge rebates on Hunter Douglas Silhouette and Pirouette and PowerView automation. Purchase one to five Silhouette or Pirouette with PowerView automation, get a fifty dollar per unit rebate. Purchase six to ten, get a seventy five dollar per unit rebate, and if you purchase eleven or more, get a one hundred dollar per unit rebate. Rebates can include a mix of Silhouette and Pirouette with PowerView Automation. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details, and don't forget that select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades still qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200 through the end of the year. Exclusions and restrictions apply here, too. Visit LittleBlindspotMN.com today for more information and to schedule your free in-home consultation. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. we on
1: Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk one oh seven one. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. If you miss any of the show, you can go back and listen to it in podcast form. With all three hours of our show, as well as uh, Blinded by the Item, which is its own podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe, please. Podcast
0: tr- detect Pardon? or not podcast. I'm sorry. Trivia detect. What was the category you're you're doing trivia on on Friday? I don't know. Pop culture oh my God. detectives. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Say that again, Mike. Pop culture detectives. So is that like Jessica Fletcher? Murder, she wrote kind of stuff. I guess. Yeah. Dawn has no clue. You're not feeling confident, I take it. Um,
1: not really. I mean, I'd have to study up on it. Which I probably, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, won't before Girl, Friday. I will tell
0: you, so the last time I did trivia, it was Star Wars. So can I just say?
1: Oh, I'm, no.
0: I was a martyr.
1: Yeah, that's, I took you one did. for the team yeah
0: because i had to play not only was i playing against jason and alexis which clearly okay, i'm i'm going to lose because jason and i mean alexis does you know she's got a ton of star wars knowledge too but jason certainly and then rocco was my partner so i literally just let rocco answer everything because he actually was quite good at it and i think i don't remember now if we tied or he won i don't even remember but i i provided zero support okay i well, was that, emotional that support what,
1: if they need to know like um british shows from the 80s i'll hey. be fine with that. well <laughs> detective british
0: wise detective i'm shows. trying to think of, oh well there's prime suspect with helen wasn't it helen, helen mirren? mirren yeah yeah see
1: I, but you know that's going to be probably Columbo. I mean, I murder got, she wrote oh, telly oh, yeah. Savalas. Uh, yes uh, kojak. kojak barney miller you've got a good um, partner
0: though B. Yeah. Arthur's very good in yeah. all of those areas. Maybe so. I should
1: just study up on the newest stuff, and she can go back to the old yeah, stuff. Because she's
0: got the old stuff covered, and
1: she also watches BBC. Uh, British. She
0: does, She loves detective shows. I bet. Yeah. I wonder if that was actually her idea, because there's a, a wonderful series called um, "Death in Paradise." Oh, I've heard her you talk have Brit about Box, that. Mm-hmm. Um, she got me turned on to that. Now Jamie and I are literally going on a cruise to visit the location of where it was filmed. Oh,
1: my God. I didn't know that's where your crew... Well, you have a lot of cruises planned. Yeah.
0: This one is next spring.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so fun. So we're
0: going to do like a tour, like a location tour.
1: Cool. Anyway,
0: you don't care. But let's talk about why you you were excited to tell us about Tyga.
1: Oh, yes. Well, not really. Oh, and by the way, tune
0: in Friday morning at 830 Mm -hmm. for Dawn's big debut. (laughs) I'm trying to oversell it.
1: Thank you so much. Okay. So um so this is getting kind of icky between Taiga and Black China. Um, she hasn't been, you know, in the past, we all know that Black China has had her priorities in different places other than her children at times, which is why she does not have joint custody of her children right now. Either Dream, who she has with Rob Kardashian, they might
0: have... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or
1: UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the
0: beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe
1: with, um, Rob yeah, I guess I don't know. I have
0: not been paying attention a lot to Black China of late.
1: Well, she has tried to turn her life around, and I yeah. think that's why she's like, okay, Angela I am ready White. to do this now. You know, uh, she's really made a transformation, and I know in the past she hasn't had full custody, but in July of this year, she filed papers to determine parental relationship against. Um, uh, taiga for joint custody so she's not asking for full custody she just wants to see her child equal time okay but within that you have to remember that he would be most likely playing paying child support to her for the time that she has um, King Cairo he does not want to do that so he commented on social media That's uh, helpful. right now the boy is 10 or 11 So he Tyga commented 10 years later, nah, stick to your schedule Saturday through Monday, which to me is like, I don't know if especially when you're talking about a court case and most importantly, your son, don't put that out there. I just I don't I don't like that at all. This kid is old enough to know and get wind of something like that. And it's just not the best thing for the kid. I'm not saying I know anything about her ability to parent the child. But um so he is it's really messy now because now he is suing her just he's just going back saying, I want I want to be primary custody all the time, you know, stick to the schedule yeah. and full custody. You get nothing. And she replied to him. I've always respected him as King's father and know that we both love him very much and want nothing but the best for him. I never imagined. That Michael would want to alienate me or distance me from King. I'm assuming Michael is Tyga's real name and strategically push me out of his life. I do not know where all of this is coming from. It's all very sad and definitely not what is best for King. In a perfect world, Michael and I would be supportive, loving co-parents equally involved in well, King's Well, that sounds life. very mature. It does sound very mature. Is it a little too late? I am assuming that's what Michael slash Tyga thinks. At this point. And his lawyers.
0: She's the mother of the child, so it's never too late.
1: Trust me, I'm just being devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. And I think that in order to look at what is best for him, it would be to be with parents in equal time. Yeah. You know, he's missed out on a lot.
0: Or if one of the parents is not capable. And again, we don't know, but assuming they're both capable that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, she did have some legal troubles and, and things like that. But I know that she has worked it out with rob yeah and also she's kind of gotten Mm -hmm. in trouble before for saying that like i'm a single mom when i get no child support and then rob had to point out to her publicly that's because i have our son five days a week why would i pay child support to you
0: yeah you know i'm sorry i don't i don't think like i'm not here to say she's gonna win like you know person of the year but she's still that child's mother. I know. I and just... I just think like, I don't care if she has money or not. Is she a good parent? And if she's capable of being a good parent, and presumably that'll be what the court decides. What I hate about this is that it might be a matter of money. He has better lawyers than she does. And so yeah. he's going to get better treatment, which I just think is Ugh. unfair. So I hope that's, that's not the awful. case. Yeah. Well, thank you for that update, Dawn. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we have to talk about some dreams. What did you dream about last night? If it was weird, Dawn might tell you what it really means. Turns out it's probably not very weird. It's probably pretty relatable. So join us on the other half for Dreamweaver. Right here on My Talk, one oh seven one. The just just Bradley
1: Dawn, My Talk, 1071. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us. And uh, this is the time every Wednesday at 1.30 where I interpret dreams.
0: Why don't you tell me about your dreams?
1: I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test.
0: I was making it work again.
1: I was driving my car, and I couldn't
0: control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Dawn, you want to interpret some dreamies? Yes, I do. Good, because you have no choice. You are contractually obligated during this segment to provide people hope. And translation to their nighttime terrors. Okay, dear <laughs> listeners, we'll tell you later in the segment how you can have Dawn interpret one of your dreams. And uh, first up we have an email from Tiffany. Dear Dawn, I am at a bar with my boyfriend. There's a bunch of guys there. There's a big, shiny, real white ceramic dog with a front right stump foot like a tree. The size of a Dalmatian. He couldn't walk. He could only wobble back and forth to move. He was stiff because he was ceramic. So I would carry him around, lifting him up on the top of the bar and back down. It was kind of hard because, you know, ceramic. He had a lot of green, hard nipples. Yep, you heard me nipples. Okay. I was so upset because nobody wanted to take him home. I wonder why. They were mean and arguing with me that it's not illegal to leave a dog alone in the bar. I was very upset about this. Yeah. Okay. So Tiffany's really concerned about her green nipple dog Okay. With one stump foot.
1: Which is a ceramic dog also. All right. So, Tiffany, you are in a bar. There are a lot of men in the bar. That means you're dreaming about aspects of your parts of your subconscious mind. Your boyfriend is you're dreaming about your subconscious mind. So that is a place where we create things. That we bring out if we have ideas or sometimes unproductive thoughts. uh, Those are in there rolling around and sometimes we create new things in our life. It could just be a new way of thinking or it could be like I've started a business. So that is what the form and function of your subconscious mind would be. So um, dreaming about your subconscious mind and it's in an environment in a frame of mind where you would be obtaining knowledge, but something happened where it was knowledge that you really, it didn't really give you a lot of substance. It didn't really sustain you. So it was probably something that didn't really interest you. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to learn something. And within that you are really taking You are using habits that you already have that are burdensome to you. Okay. That's the dog. The dog isn't real. It's a ceramic dog. You're lugging around this dog. With lots of nipples. With a lot of nipples. Nipples, like, that's just a little detail that isn't really important to the story. It's all about the fact that dogs are habits, and those are habits that that you nurture. So this is a habit that you've had for a long time, and it's... Sort of helps you in some situations, but it didn't this time. Mm. So I don't... Stop
0: carrying the dog around. Yeah, you have some... Put the dog away!
1: You have some, like, let's say it's a way of solving problems that used to serve you and it doesn't anymore. Okay. So it's about... A habit that you have.
0: Got it. Yeah. All right. I bet Tiffany knows what that is.
1: Probably. Hopefully, (laughs) picking her nose.
0: Yeah. No. Walking around without any pants on. And
1: then the other people in the dream, like you mentioned, everybody was—they were mean and arguing with me. This is our inner turmoil because everybody in a dream is a part of yourself. So you had a back and forth thing in your own mind about this habit, and you're like, "Why am I still doing that? That doesn't work anymore."
0: All right, good to know. Tiffany, hey, if that speaks to you, let us know. Don loves to hear feedback yes. from listeners. Now, we have another dream. Dream weaver. You want to hear one from Terry? I do. Okay, because Terry's a friend of mine. And we go way back. Not okay. really. I don't know Terry, but Terry, I love you. Dear Don. another dog dream?
1: I know. That's why I put these together.
0: Look at you being all thematic. Mm-hmm. My dog was due to have surgery. When I got there, they were shaving her in prep. Okay. It's a thing. You ever get shaved for prep? I have
1: I Probably. It's real
0: embarrassing. I I don't know. I've had to be shaved down there. Okay. They told me it would be a while. (laughs) They told me it would be a while. We don't have time for that. It would be a while and go with the receptionist, Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Cool. Celebrity dreams. We got in her car and drove past 20 or 30 mobile homes to the surgery center. When surgery was over, instead of rolling my dog in from surgery, they rolled my boyfriend in. He promptly woke up and said, I have to pee. The end.
1: (laughs) Gosh. Okay, a lot of symbols in here, but I do like that it was short and sweet. Thank you very much. Um, But let's go over some of the symbols. We already just learned that a dog is a habit that you nurture. So 24 to 48 hours before you had this dream, there was a situation where you felt like um, a part of yourself needed to be healed. That's why the dog is in surgery so or going into surgery. So some of your, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks type of a thing. Some of that you thought, ah, I'm going to be able to change this and and sort of, Still use these same habits to help me. It's very similar actually to Tiffany's dream, except your dog ends up turning into your boyfriend, which is your subconscious mind. Um, in between there, you have Rosie O'Donnell as the receptionist. So anytime you dream about a celebrity, that is an imagined part of yourself. So you are calling upon a person,
0: the loud, within you. opinionated, yes. Yeah. Part of yourself. The
1: loud, opinionated uh, part of yourself. Assuming
0: she thinks of Rosie O'Donnell that way, I think most people would.
1: Right. And you are using that part of yourself to remove yourself from the situation mentally. So okay. you were in a part where you're like, I need to heal this part of me, but I don't really want to deal with that right now. So I'm going to go on a mental journey and be my Rosie O'Donnell. And P.S., we're also going to observe as we drive by, which the car is your body. So somehow this affected you physically. You saw a bunch of homes, which are all different states of mind that you could potentially be in. Those are unfamiliar homes to you, but you're sort of going, okay, I could look at something this way or this way or this way. So there have been times where when something is painful for you or you feel like there's something a little bit wrong that you need to heal, that you go someplace else mentally. That is basically to sum up the dream. Like self help, so self coping repair. Mechanism. Coping mechanism. You turn into you, your inner Rosie O'Donnell that could be outwardly like defensive. You act very Out. if you're hurt, yeah. you might act defensive or like I've got this, don't worry. Boisterous. Exactly. Yeah. So Terry, think about what happened before this dream.
0: All right, Terry. Also, why did the boyfriend have to pee?
1: I I mean
0: That was just he a bonus. Woke
1: up, I don't know if that's in life. Or if that's in the dream, he promptly woke up and said, I have to pee. Oh, and From, dream. yeah,
0: because he came out of surgery. So he
1: turned. So so I would say that it started out being a habit and then you realized that it's more sometimes it's like you are not your thoughts. OK, so your habitual way of being is not you, but you recognize that it's bigger than you thought before because it's a whole person. So that's your subconscious mind, your boyfriend you're reflecting on that like how do you process information how do you turn that oh, into something positive so deep it is deep
0: just from your boyfriend peeing after surge
1: the peeing i don't know i yeah. mean
0: we all have to do it though sometimes okay. you can't they have to help you oh, to pee after surge i, had that I haven't once. had a
1: lot of surgeries
0: i have yeah not really i think too
1: does birth count as surgery
0: mike Definitely. did you want to relate i, I passed out Oh, of course Mike passed out. Of course, I always do. But no, I came out of surgery and I got up to go pee and I got lightheaded and I passed out. Oh, yeah. That's why they tell you to have somebody walk you to the toilet. Yep. And somebody did. And well, and let's be clear, unless they were as tall as you. Yeah. They weren't catching me. That's for sure. Oh, they should have had two people into the bathroom. But then you got to do that weird thing where they're standing there while you're like, I got to pee. Yeah. You know, but it's hard to pee when there's somebody standing there. (laughs) Yeah. Or I worse. did
1: experience this because I was the one helping MC after his hip surgery. Oh, okay. Well, and that was he couldn't nice of pee you. either. I just stood behind him and hugged him.
0: Oh. While he was peeing.
1: It just looked away to hold him up to make oh, sure he didn't fall. I thought I you were just like up Give next, me next a to his hug, back. Support. I'm like, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You
0: know. That was very what sweet. A sweet
1: moment.
0: <laughs> it was a good thing he only had to pee. Okay. Hey. You got another you want another dream? Yes. Yes. This is from Lisa. Mm-hmm. Dear Dawn. I'm driving in my car. Turn on the radio. No, I'm driving in my car and it's pitch black outside and I can't figure out how to turn the headlights on. Mm. I'm in a complete state of panic because I'm going to crash or go off the road at any moment. And of course, I don't think to just, you know, stop the car. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful fall week.
1: How can I after that dream, Lisa? No, I'm just kidding. I'm so glad that you brought this up because I don't know if I've talked about this before. I've talked about the fact that a car is your body. So you were going something physically in uh, 24 to 48 hours before this happened that was difficult and you had a lack of awareness on it. So when you dream and your dream is at night or it's a dark room or something, it's just that your soul is recognizing, hey, pay attention to what's happening to your body because you didn't during the day. Mm. And so we're trying to remind you right now that you had a lack of awareness Maybe you pushed yourself too far Mm. or you um, overextended yourself or you were sleepy and you, you know, it's just has to do. And it's our brains are very dramatic. It doesn't have to do like I fell down and broke my leg. It could just be I should have gotten some coffee.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or you literally walked around with a booger on your face.
1: Oh, there's a lack of awareness right there. Yeah.
0: Just saying it could be, you know. A variety of things, because like you said, we're really dramatic.
1: We are. And Lisa, this is mostly just want to let you know that there were this is about your body and you're panicking for some reason about something physically that's happening to you.
0: Okay, Um, Dawn, I'm sure that Tiffany, Terry and Lisa all got something out of that experience. If listeners want to contribute to your dream interpretation segment. Where do they send their dreams?
1: You just go to our website, mytalk1071.com, click on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It'll say like show pages, and then my email is there. Keep it one paragraph, like, and you don't have to add all the details. Just like, sum up the dream for me.
0: Now somebody who's not invited to submit dreams would be Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Oh. Because I would say those dreams are gonna be real intricate. They're not gonna be brief. Or concise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You might want to be very careful taking dreams from celebrities. I
1: might be able to reverse engineer and tell you what she could dream about. Oh,
0: that'd be interesting. (laughs) You should do that someday. (laughs) But when we come back, what we are going to do is talk about, well, them. And I I just, you guys, (sighs) we're tired. But here's the thing. I think there's going to be some joy in here. And I want you to uh, join us on the other side, too indulge that joy when we return right here on my talk 1071.
1: adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071. thank you to everybody uh we can't say it enough for those who donated to uh project down in dirty pickleball last week uh, we raised nearly nineteen thousand dollars for brave like gabe and all of our charities i mean over a hundred thousand dollars this year so thank you once again for you know showing up and being there for our charities. Okay, now we're going to talk about some people who probably should just stop talking about their personal lives oh. and do some charity what work. What they do? Well, I mean, I know they probably have. That's
0: No, they've, they've done me. a ton tons, of charity work. Tons but, of charity work. But they do need to stop talking about their relationship because we can't stop talking about their relationship, specifically that they don't have one, but they do. But they don't, but they do, but they don't, but they do. Today, what is it, Dawn? Do they or don't they?
1: Okay, well, it's not really that. Uh, Jada wants to... You to reflect on something that happened in the past. Oh, great. So whenever all of the weird stuff started happening with her cheating rumors back uh, when she was seeing uh, August Alsina, that was in, they had a red table talk after that because it was such a, like, weird revelation. This guy comes out of nowhere. We don't even know who he is. He's a musical artist. And he's like, I'm in love with Jada Pinkett Smith and I've been having an affair with her. You know, and it's like, wait a minute. First of all, how old are you? How did you meet her? Well, it was one of um, their son's friends. And so that's that's you know, they did have a romantic relationship, which she admitted to. But admitted is the not it's not the right word to use. Admit because their entanglement. They presented it as this is something that's completely fine within our marriage now will was on
0: the show much my head hurts
1: will was on that show and she is now saying that well now we know that they were separated so she was free to do whatever she wanted i suppose and so the whole bombshell that she had cheated on will they were going to reveal she says on that red table talk that they were separated But that did not happen.
0: Yeah, they just continued to lie.
1: They continued to lie. (laughs) And she is saying and spinning this now as during that Red Table talk where they discussed their relationship publicly and what that meant and his answer to that. She so graciously saw that he was very upset. His body language, he was upset. He was tearing up. He was fidgeting. He was They were going to reveal that they were separated. Like, hey, don't come down on Jada. Actually, we're separated. But she decided that during that she wasn't going to reveal that in the moment because he seemed too upset. So she's now congratulating herself for going, listen, I was going to talk about this earlier, but to protect Will back in 2020, I didn't say it on the show. Again, I guess the ego
0: (laughs) Just never ends. I'm so confused at what I'm try- What I'm supposed to be thinking about all of this, other than you guys chose to talk about your relationship, be very open about lots of things. We've now learned that you actually lied about it. And so it, it begs the question, why would we trust you about any of your personal, like the stuff in your personal life writ large? Yeah. So, and I get that, like, I get why you didn't want to talk about it. I get that you have an ego. We all have an ego and nobody wants to... Like put all of their stuff on display, right? Like all of these things are totally relatable, but what's not relatable is this like I I always feel like I'm a little bit high when I read one of these stories.
1: Right, because there's a Because lot of I'm not lighting. quite
0: sure what I'm supposed what I'm being told and why. Like, am I supposed to feel sorry for you that you lied to us?
1: No, you're supposed, supposed to congratulate her for protecting Will.
0: Well, I know in this case, but but that doesn't make sense because of what you just pointed out, which is that um, like there's they were lying about it. So why there's nothing advantageous about that. Like you you were protecting him by lying to us.
1: Yes. That's what she's saying. Okay. That, that, well, then why were you talking about reveal. it at all? Well, because the plan was is that she wanted the heat off of her. Like, okay, nobody knows that we're separated. He's but, coming but on But they the didn't show. have to share
0: us about this entanglement, right?
1: Well, August Alsina, if you remember, he came out and said all of this and said, like, she did not share it. It was him. Oh. And he said, well, I'm in said love with her. Yet. Yeah, I mean, they tried to avoid it for a while, but then she wanted to, on her own terms, bring it up. But within that conversation, she's saying, we were going to reveal it. And he said, I'm not going to have you, like, you can't do this alone. I'll come on the show. She didn't know he was going to come on the show. It was unplanned. He just, that day was like, I'm going to come on. I don't know.
0: Do you feel like she protected him? I mean, how do you feel about it? No,
1: I think she's a narcissist and she wants to spin this as, I'm so gracious in my benevolent Self that I granted him that grace by not embarrassing him on air, or I didn't want to bring it up because it looked like he wouldn't be able to handle it. So, Jada, I am just so great. But again, that that's I'm what I, like, this him. whole
0: adventure. It's the, a lie. From start to finish was self... I mean, nobody would care what was going on in the relationship. Like somebody comes forward and said they had an affair with some, with some other celebrity who doesn't regularly put their relationship on display or sell it for books or TV shows or whatever it is. People would say, Oh, that's gross. Or meaning like you, you know, like that person coming forward, that's a shame or it's a tragedy or that whatever. Right. But that doesn't mean you have to acknowledge it or give that space. They used that though, to sell whatever it is they were selling and so that's why this like gaslighting YouTube. of a journey mm-hmm. all of it <laughs> yes. is just so pointless, and Be- I don't get it i for I get what? it uh,
1: because overall they've lost track of their egos and r- <clears throat> how they can relate to normal people in the world, so they want to create themselves as like we are deities, and we will show you how to have a marriage <laughs> like honestly, yeah. that's what they've been selling. And no, that they have some evolved,
0: all evolved plane of existence. And it's like, no, actually, you're just like everybody else. We're flawed. We make mistakes. And the fact that you can't just get right to that point is what I think is frustrating. Now, they do a good job of making it interesting. Like if you watch Red Table Talk, you will be gripped. You will feel like you want to know more. Or that these people are being very open and honest and heartfelt. Like, there's something there. Mm
1: -hmm. Like,
0: they're very successful at what they do, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But now, knowing that they were straight up lying to everybody, and they were making their kids lie, and all the people around them maintain the lie, it's just, it's really confounding that they would (laughs) then expect us to...
1: Believe anything. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a book coming out. And at this point, I don't know anybody that's why would interested. You,
0: why would you want to? Everybody that I've talked to is like, I want to know the dirt, but I don't want to read the book.
1: It's almost like the opposite of what's going on with Britney. Like all the tabloid headlines. We want to read the book and we we want TMZ to stop yeah. just cherry picking things, you know, out of the book for us to go. Oh, gosh. And click on their website. Yeah. But and it's this, not
0: to say that Will and Jada don't have a story to tell. It's just, it It just, it, it's hard with, with these two because, again, I feel like every time I listen to this that I'm like, what am I missing? Because I feel like I, I feel like there's something I'm not getting.
1: Well, they want you to believe, I mean, I, I don't need to explain this to you just for the sake of like, I think they want you to believe that their type of marriage is the right kind of marriage oh, no, to have. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they and want to give advice, were, but I've always yeah. thought that
0: that is a flawed strategy for most sure, of the time. Especially when it's you're like not It's like me telling together. you how to live like here's here's what makes a great relationship. I mean, I can only tell you what makes a great It's the same thing with like celebrity diet advice. I'm not going to tell you how to lose weight. I can only tell you what I've done.
1: Which your body is different than other and people's. And it may not,
0: what worked for me may yes. not work for you. So the same is true with relationships. Doesn't mean we can't share stories and relate to one another. But the idea that what worked for me will work for you, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's just common sense stuff like treat each other with respect. <laughs> But when it comes down to sharing everything, but I don't know, I maybe somebody just... has a
0: relationship where they disrespect each other left and right, and they, you know, their love is a true it. love. I mean,
1: <laughs> they can't. Get you know, it's the same thing it. with
0: like open relationships. People are like, oh, you really that open relationship thing? That's real good. It's like, well, it maybe real good for you.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be the template for everybody.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but I, as our job, we are going to deliver these stories to you because it's like top of the headlines. Everything you oh, click don't on. misunderstand Do me being care? frustrated not with them really. as
0: that we shouldn't talk about it, please, because it's exactly the kinds of stuff we should be talking about, because I guarantee everybody else who reads those headlines, their eyes are rolling back in their head, too.
1: And they're clicking on it just to see the ridiculousness. Yeah. So that was our today's ridiculousness for, oh, and somebody sent me a DM about some other stories like that Tupac did not have the relationship that she claims with her. And that there were other women that were way closer to him that just are sitting yeah. back Would going, it surprise you to You're learn using that her a dead perception man,
0: was different than what his was?
1: She's making it something that, like, didn't exist, and there are receipts to back it up.
0: Well, and he can't talk about it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, good. And also, is not
0: good. he's not here. Yeah. Don't Will use is. him. So I just feel like at the end of the day, not that Will Smith needs some
1: I mean, some I never thought pity, I would feel sorry for Will Smith, but, but I kind of do
0: based on this week of headlines i don't know Mm. i feel for the kids all right when we come back halloween is just around the corner and halloween candy is the most exciting part although dawn you probably think the paranormal stuff is exciting too (laughs) we're gonna get to the candy side of things think about your favorite halloween candies and tradition when we come back right here on my talk 107.1